podcast contains mature themes and subjects. Please be aware. Chapel is 40 years old, arm-weary and aching. And you know, Steve, I have a feeling Billy Chapel isn't pitching against the Yankees. He's pitching against time. Chapel, you suck! You can always tell when I'm in New York. And tonight, he might be able to use that aching old arm one more time to push the sun back up in the sky and give us one more day of summer. Thank you. You saved my day. You like baseball? What? Would you like to go to a baseball game with me? Really, if she don't want to go, I'll go. So, 
As always, we start these podcasts off with like a 90-second uh, spoiler zone in case you're just here to listen to us get drunk and, and wax poetically about baseball. And since Sean was late and his computer died and his mic's all fucked up and he was complaining about how long this movie was, Sean Tez, how about you spoil the shit out of for the love of the game? All right. Um, well, it, let's just start with if you have an extra, like, six hours to kill someday uh throw this on um it's it's a movie about oh boy you think i would have wrote down his name in my notes uh billy billy chaplin billy chaplin uh billy chapel no wait no chapel 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 yeah damn it so billy chapel he's uh it's basically following him through what spoiler ends up being his final start in Major League Baseball after a 20-year career, I believe it is. 18. And, God damn uh, it, man. Somebody says something about 20. <laughs> um, but they give a – basically, he's kind of having flashbacks, reliving his life, and uh, essentially, I think it's mostly the last five years of his life as he's pitching the game. Um, you go through that, it's uh, – He's, you know, 40 years old, hurt, everything like that. He's playing for a just absolutely awful Tigers team, which I know that's shocking. Um, And they're going against the Yankees, who are trying to win the division, clinch the division that day. Uh, And he goes out there and draws inspiration from mistakes and high points and things that he's made in the last, like, mostly five years. There's some family stuff in there, too. Um, to will him to throw a perfect game with his, like I said, main inspiration being a love interest, which is a weird <laughs> up and down, left and right story, and apparently has you know five and a half hours of storyline to it. So <laughs> you didn't even mention uh, Gus, the catcher. I, that's C. true. I, it's for. For it being, a, I, I want to say, I guess in the grand scheme of things, not a big role, but it's important. Uh, not a lot of screen time anyway. Uh, it's it's a, it's a pretty solid John C. Riley role. I like him quite a bit in this movie. Yeah, I love this movie. It's uh, loves a all right, loves a loves a loves a part hard work. This movie needs. 20 minutes trimmed out of it easily like does it like i said <sighs> what do you last, like, I, I understand i understand the, the last hour is amazing both of you, like everything that you I, like I started, had that it's because it's long but what i feel I, like because like, i kind of thought that too but what are you going to cut out of it I, I i made a mental note while i was watching it i paused it to go sit on my porch and watch the storm for an hour but there's a part where they are fighting or it leads up to them fighting. Like, she's just asking a bunch of questions and shit. And I feel like you could, like, had trim... You could have trimmed that part, right? Um, There's a lot of parts that you can cut 20 to 30 seconds out of some parts because I I mismanaged a little bit of time as far as... Because, like, I didn't look at the runtime, And then I went to watch it. I gave, like, an hour four. Five. I still get the whole thing. I just watch it while I was doing other stuff. 
So I gave myself like an hour 45 and I'd give myself, I just kind of fast forward 10 seconds on certain scenes and you could do that three or four times. I mentioned earlier in the day how long this fucking thing was. I said, I said, this thing's rookie long. I I underestimated that (laughs) a lot. Yeah, two hours and 17 minutes is long, but I didn't I, – I think you're probably right. There are probably scenes where you could have, like, trimmed little bits out of. <laughs> the the thing for me – like, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit, um, but the there was never any period – to me, anyway, there were never any sections of the movie, like, five, ten minutes that you're like, what are we doing and why are we dragging this along? I think, yeah, you probably could have made it two hours if you went through and cut. 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. I didn't, I never felt like it had, uh, yeah, any super long, boring spots. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't things that I felt like were unnecessary to the movie. And at the same time, like, I don't think there's anything. I guess maybe technically you could nitpick and find some small parts that are that you could cut from the movie that wouldn't be, you know, detrimental to the whole thing. But I think it all goes together pretty well. Uh, it moves along well. It's it is a it, it is a good movie. It's just the last hour is really really good. And like, yeah, I made mental note about this part when they get to the eighth inning. From there on, it's. It's just it's it's, it's yeah. chef kiss. Like it's just that eighth inning part. Like because we we always have this question. We'll just talk about right now the uh, the goosebump moment in a movie when Riley, I guess Gus, gives that speech, and that whole inning is just like it's goosebumps. Like just we're the best team in America right now, or whatever you know. Like yeah. we're here. Like we're gonna back you up. You just you just put that shit over the plate. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this thing, you know, like, and it like calls back to that guy fucking up in the outfield, you know. Gus gets a catch at the, uh, you know, he gets a catch get out of the inning, and then I think the other one is a shortstop. Make no, the guy at third makes a great play, but like that shit's great, man. Like just like, is that the inning where he's like, don't even show me, sh- don't even give me a sign. I don't even, I don't even anything left. I think that's the ninth inning. Yeah, just throwing garbage or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, like calls for a curveball. No, that would hurt way too bad. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything but just fastball. Yeah, he just, I'm just just getting it over the plate, you know, and so I'm just trying to get the ball there. That's Yeah, I think the I, – I really enjoy the – I don't even know other examples of movies that are structured this way. I know there are, uh, but like the – start at the end and then flash back to the past and tell the story leading up to that, like during the event happening. Um, I, I, and it was well done. So I, I enjoyed that structure. No, I, I really like, I, I'm not kidding. This is my favorite Kevin Costner baseball movie. Like full Durham's probably second. Like Thunder dreams is good, but like, it's just, if I'm going to rewatch them in order, it's this one. Full Durham Field of Dreams. Like, that's just... Because I've seen Field of Dreams so much, and we're all from Iowa, so it's just like... Right. It's, in, it's ingrained in our existence. Right? Like, like, there's a reason that we've been doing this for three seasons, and we haven't fucking did Field of Dreams. Can you imagine <laughs> us trying to recap that movie? <laughs> like, like, 
we were born and we were handed a DVD copy of it. Well, you guys weren't. I, you guys were. I wasn't. But uh, like, yeah, like. So did you guys get goosebumps at that moment when when Riley's giving that speech? Sorry, Gus is giving the speech. Yeah, I think that was a good one. Um, I think there, I had probably a couple. Um, like I, I know I had a couple. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember exactly specifically, but they did. They did some pretty good moments. Overall. Yeah, it's yeah, and I think the speech. You know, you've got the speech, and then even the couple plays following where it is. You know, you have the the guy robbing the home run, and then you have. Uh, those guys, you know, making diving plays to save hits and stuff like that, uh, to follow that up. And it's like, yeah, they, they do have his back, you know? And all, and one of the all time greatest, like, fuck yous in like, I was kind of multitasking. There is a scene in this part where like the new ownership's like giddy about trading him. Right. Yeah. And they're like, and like, just one of the all time biggest fuck yous. Tell them I'm done for the love of the game. Billy or some shit, right? Yeah. Is what the ball says. Like that's that's a great fuck you, you know. Like and like, all right. I've been drinking. I'm gonna circle back to this part. <laughs> we discussed the we've been we discussed the uh, goosebumps part. Who who to us? So like in this whole movie, like everyone knows who Billy Chapman is. Like right. Chapel. Or, or Billy Chapel, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I corrected myself. <laughs> um, before we get to that moment, cause I'm rewatching maybe like the last part of it. Who the fuck puts bread in milk? What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's a. I have a. <laughs> I have that in my notes. I don't know if like I'm Soggy glad. Bread like, is Tez, do you feel the same way? I, Did you, I were you like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, it's it's um. It's a choice, I guess. At least put it's, cinnamon on top of it or something. I, like I didn't even know. Like I'd be curious to like have people say that that's a regular I'm gonna thing Google or that they right knew now. that people did that. Because Red I've never milk. heard of it. I, I haven't either. Yeah. It's Red that's a, and milk. That's psychopath behavior. Is it healthy? We should have to to tossed that out to the. We should have tossed that out to the group in the Food Channel or something. Because <laughs> like what I'm does... genuinely curious if there are people out there that are like, yeah, that's that's a normal. Do thing people, people eat do. bread and milk? <laughs> yeah. Another way to enjoy this breakfast is to dip the warm bread in warm milk piece by piece as you eat it. That's Personally, I like to soak the bread in the milk. It softens and pillows. I find if I find it too soggy, if then by oh. all, <laughs> all means. Enjoy this breakfast and okay. bread just dipped in milk. <laughs> if you've got like some old fucking hard ass bread, may like I guess I could <laughs> be fine with that justification. But if you're taking some fucking white sandwich sandwich bread out of the bag and tearing it up and throwing it in a glass with milk, like he this was website, doing, I don't. This I, website, I have lovingmytummy.com. Bread and milk <laughs> for the soul. <laughs> A brief oral history of bread and milk, of the bread and milk video, the Boston Globe. The fuck? I yeah, I don't know. That's that's absolutely nuts. I huh? <laughs> what would you rather do, bread and milk or straight raw eggs like Rocky? Oh man, eggs. 
I okay. At that point, I probably I'll do bread and milk. But I, I think I'm with Ted. I think I can I can handle the milk. I can handle it. I I can stomach that. If I did raw eggs, I'd just puke immediately. <laughs> I guess I, I say eggs, but I've never actually like shot a raw like t- eaten a raw egg like that. So maybe I'd throw up. I don't know, but <laughs> it'd be so like like gooey. Like the egg would just like yeah. Well, I mean, you to me, you sh- would shoot it like an oyster or something. You're not like chewing on. I've never it had. You're, you're I, oh yeah, you're not letting. I've never it had an oyster. You, guys, you basically eat it like you're taking a shot. Like you yeah. just throw it down your yeah. throat. You're not gonna like, say no. You pour the egg in front of me. I'm probably gonna take it. I mean, <laughs> like, given the opportunity, I'm not gonna say no. If you if you present it to me. So have you guys have you guys seen this movie before? I, I own the DVD. I watched it on Stars, so I'm lazy, and I don't want to go up to my movie room where my DVD player is at. Have you guys seen this movie before, or is this your guys' first time? I know I've seen it. Uh, I mean, it's been a long time. I know I saw it when I was younger. I mean, it's, yeah, it came out when I was – sorry, Ted. I was nine years old. Uh, but I, I know I saw it as a kid, and then I guess I – I don't know for sure that I ever saw it again after that, at least in its entirety. Um, there might be somewhere along the line where we maybe had a VHS copy or something of it. You, but you I should have stop. No <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jake? Had you seen this movie before? Uh, no, I hadn't seen it, um, surprisingly, but... I didn't really grow up like watching baseball movies, so that's why when we're doing these, it's it's nice to do this podcast because it's like I haven't seen, you know, everybody's top ten list of baseball movies. Yeah, like so, like how like I only asked that because like how like how out of left field, no pun intended, were you like holy shit? He shoved his hand to a fucking saw. This All is right. thing that happened. I've got pro- I've got problems <laughs> with that scene. Because he they showed him using the fucking hammer as a push stick, which is what you're supposed to do, so you don't put your hand by the saw blade. And then he shoves his fucking thumb through the table saw. Like what the hell happened in between us seeing him be safe and him trying to cut his thumb off? Yeah, I it's it's definitely stuff and the He's just maybe it got, maybe stumbling got through the snow. I I don't know. He clearly missed some safety instruction somewhere. Uh, obviously, his hands bleeding everywhere. Um, but yeah. it was this movie's like a PG thirteen, and it's made by Sam Remy, who who directed the Evil Dead and the Spider Man movies <laughs> for you, youths. Because I'm sure that's what you, that's how you know Sam Remy. It's fine. And like it's like all of a sudden we're just kind of like a blood trail through the snow, like you know, like he's like he like got to that part in the script. He's like, oh fuck yes, get the blood squids, get him. Like he like the FX guy was like, um, we're gonna need to order some blood. Sam Raimi's like, no, I got some in my trunk. Don't worry about it. I'll just fucking pull these bags out. Like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I always carry some with me. It's okay. <laughs> like, like you know, but yeah, like. Like it was just like a really like, and that part you could have cut out. Like not him getting his hand cut, but the whole like, that's the worst part about this movie. And I love this movie, 
baseball not America's sport? Is this man not Billy Chapel? Yeah, yeah I, that for to do, I mean, I understand like that part was in there for the little bit of a callback he does later. Um, and then, uh, like, and I also understand, like, the point of it is so that you have the little life flight moment where he's telling her, like, he's the most important person in my life right now, which is just probably not something you should say to somebody you're romantically involved with. Oh, my God. With. I was, was going to talk uh, about that shit. So, so <laughs> we're, we're going to segue to this. We're going to rank the ways in which he hurts her. Because he hurts her a lot. Yeah. He invites yeah, yeah, her to spring does. training. <laughs> he gets pissed off. He can't even wait a day to fuck the masseuse. <sighs> like, not even, like, go to bed unhappy, blue balls, whatever. Just straight up fucks the masseuse. He then, that's, a t- that's a tough one, man. I, like... <laughs> I don't know, cause like, cause like, I, <laughs> all right. You said that. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna defend it. Not really defend it, but like, he. So he made that phone call. All complaints call. are sent to Jared underscore Leaper at Twitter.com. <laughs> yes. Is who will field your complaints. Uh, but so him, he he calls her after not because they had this agreement basically that like, it's nothing serious. We'll see each other when I'm in New York. Uh, we're not going to, like, bug each other type of thing. And then, obviously, there's more there, but neither of them will admit it. And his buddy convinces him to call her, and he calls her. And that's him, like, reaching out to be like, hey, like, I want this to be more type of thing. I want to see you. And then she's like, turns him down. So, like, yeah, I mean, he probably shouldn't have just went straight to the masseuse, but <laughs> I could understand the feeling like, hurt there and, like, wanting to, I don't know, rebound or something, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm with you on that. It's They have this agreement, and, you know, it is even later he doubles down on it and just, well, this is the rule. This is our understanding. <laughs> anybody and knows it's a bullshit rule. Yeah, saying that to make him happy. So dumb. (laughs) Uh, We're just gonna go on up our lives and call each other on the phone, and it'll be cool. We're fine. Like we're not together, but really we are. Like just. It's (sighs) yeah, it's interesting, and then, but yeah, to just just immediately, like no break, nothing. Like (laughs) like you said, didn't even take a day. Is he? He picked up the phone immediately and just never called go Susan. full. Never go full Ross Geller. Never go full <laughs> Ross Geller. Did he pull a Ross Geller before Ross Geller? When, when the Friends come on the air, when did that happen? We're going to check that shit out. Friends. I guess I don't know when that episode was. Friends was. Friends was like yeah. early nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it ran until like two thousand two. Yeah. Don't make me Google if it came on the air before you were born, Jake. I don't want to hurt myself any more tonight. Say so that's you. That's your fault if you do, not mine. <laughs> Friends premiere. So then, and so then that happens. Ten years. So. <laughs> and then, and then that happens, and then he's like, "Call the trainer." Well, Jake, when were you born? Ninety-three. Oh, uh, you were one year old, depending on when you hit the ninety-three. September twenty-second, ninety-four. So, but. You're like, like probably like nine months. Old. There we go. So like, 
So then, like, the chopper thing. I, I'll, I'll give him that he wasn't, like, in shock, maybe. But, like, how do you not just toss out, well, that, I love you, kind of, get a hold kind of, of my the, trainer? Yeah, but that was kind of the lead-in to, like, baseball, his career being the thing that he wanted to hold on to and right. being a complete fucking prick about it because he, he thought that his career was over. Yeah, he's not a nice guy. Like, I like... So, it's it was wild to me. I did not call... I was like, so they finally got together or whatever and everything was good and I'm like, do not tell me the daughter dies and then they end up... No, no. Or something. Because I was like, oh, in my head... No, no, no. In my head... I was, yeah, I was trying to, but I was trying to figure out, like, what happens, because, like, they're, like, finally together, and everything's, like, perfect, or whatever, right? So I'm like, what the hell happens in this movie that they are split up? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Jake's like, this is going to go full destination. I I did. I made a note, and I was like, don't tell me, don't tell me that the daughter dies or something, and that's what causes, like, a rift between them. But no, he somehow tries to cut his thumb off <laughs> and it is he even tries. even with talking to her like you could get away with it to a certain extent of hey i need you to call the head trainer or whatever because maybe he's got doctors or something they want him to go see but tacking on right at the end the he's the most important person in my life right now it's just come on man <laughs> just i understand that's a, that's you're a, that's not a deep in a thinking spot that's, but that's that a deep hurts. cut <laughs> but yeah, it's... yeah. I, I guess I didn't even I, I didn't even think about it at the time. Uh, him saying that, like I remember him saying that, and I was like, yeah. okay. I mean, he he wants his trainer because uh, he wants the best things to happen so that he can recover and whatever. But yeah, then the the actual <clears throat> foreshadowing that is to him basically completely pushing her away yeah. because he's scared that his career is going to be over and he's never going to be able to pitch again. It's like, right. yeah, man. That this is costing him baseball, you know, when it was, when you're getting life flighted for an injury out of, you know, whatever small town, little hospital they're in. But, uh, <laughs> and then obviously that leading into the whole situation at their condo where, and you know nobody's nobody's believing in him to come back, and and then they have that little exchange, uh, which is where you know it's just over the top dickish stuff of everything short of get out of my life forever sort of thing. But yeah, it was kind of it was kind of wild, like the level that uh, they took that character to, which like. I mean, I get somebody going through some shit is probably going to uh, – and thinking the thing that they've loved all their life is taken away from them is probably going to react badly. But yeah. it's like, damn, he basically – this woman that he finally is in love with or whatever, and he's just basically like, yeah, uh, if, you, if you're if you going to say stuff like that, get out of my life. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Because she's just like – She's just like, hey, like maybe it's time to consider. I mean, it's not like you're a, you know, in your first couple of years, like you've been around. And it's and up, you've and made he money. won a World Series, right? Because this is in '84, right? So, so he has a championship, right? Like, no, I, yeah, I, like in the '80s. Yeah, I think that was a thing. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I mean, neither one you would have to know, but I'll check. Oh, I'm not a Tigers fan or a Padres fan. Why would I know? 
Why would you? Why, what the fuck are you about the Padres for? That's Did his whole thing. Back? Is he pitched against the Padres in the World Series? <laughs> okay, I'm. I wasn't paying attention. That's fine. Well, you're paying attention more than me because I didn't remember even remember if he won a World Series or not. <laughs> well, no, it just if this is like a real life, they won the eighty. I think they won twice in the eighty. I'll fucking look it up. But like, you, no, but I think, like back I think with, that was part of it. He like helped lead him to a World Series when he was. But like you were saying, prime. Jake, like he has nothing left to win. Like they even make a point about like when he's hurt, like you know, like you've already done everything you want to do, right? Like you've done it all. Like yeah, just retreat. Yeah, they did win in '84. Because yeah, he would have been because this this would have happened when he's like 35, right? I mean, because he's no, he's 40. forty at the end. 40, no, he, yeah. at the end, yeah. at the end, he's forty. Well, yeah, he cut so his hand like five years before then, or whatever. Oh yeah, I, I assume he cut his. Like, I imagine it was like they were together like for three or four years when he fucked up. Okay, his hand. so yeah, I mean, even then, he's even older. Like, call him thirty-seven. Like, it's uh, it's like you're you've you've done you've done the thing. It's not the most <laughs> unrealistic thing ever to think that you're. I imagine he has multiple Cy Young <laughs> as much as they like brag him up, right? Like, so. So here's well, the yeah, all, here's even my question. all the fans and stuff that talk about you know just oh he used to be unhittable you know he was the greatest player greatest pitcher in the league blah 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 yeah I'm gonna guess there's a couple of wards wrapped up in there somewhere too so here's the question um and I don't like you know I'm not to watch these movies like tonight though so if I make like I keep I can keep my memories sharp you guys know my memory's bad who who is Billy Chapel in our reality that like everyone knows who the fuck he is. The one I had was Greg Maddox. I thought about it for a little while, especially even while I was watching the game. I kind of or watching the movie. I thought about it, and that I think Greg Maddox was kind of where I ended up as probably the most. Because Nolan Ryan retired like in the early nineties, <clears throat> so it's not him, right? Right. Um, yeah, I, and I tried to think about maybe even a couple pitchers a little bit after, you know, a little more recent, and I didn't really come up with anything that. Well, would no be... one knows any pitchers now because baseball's dying. Like, is there a single? I mean, well, not, I'm, I'm not gonna be an asshole. Like, is there a single pitcher pitching now that any of us would recognize if they stopped to help us fix our car? Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that's about the only one. I don't I would recognize more than that. Um probably like pitchers for the Cubs mostly, but there there's a handful that I would I mean Kyle Hendricks of... but like there were Cub fans, you know, like Randy Johnson. Yeah, I mean maybe because of the Yeah, I was just looking I was the... just looking at a list of like the best in the like in nineteen ninety or in the nineties, um, but you'd have to maybe look at the late eighties too. I mean Clemens probably right like yeah, Clemens maybe, yeah maybe to Maddox extent. Johnson I mean Johnson just because he looks like he looks that sounds I'm gonna right. can I say that I'm gonna ask him for saying <laughs> that like no I, I mean not at all again that's like the Clayton Kershaw thing has a very distinct look like you're yeah. gonna know who it is like I know who like. 
Max Scherzer is, but like if he walked in my fucking front door right now, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's Max Scherzer. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what I wouldn't. He put six random white dudes in a lineup, and like, and like someone put a gun in my head and said, like, point out Matt Scherzer. I'm like, well, just fucking pull the trigger. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, are any of these white dudes Matt Scherzer? Like, I don't fucking know. Are, are are they all Max Scherzer? Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing, it, it, it would be especially hard if you're getting similar sized white dudes. Right. The thing about pitchers is like a lot of them. They all are, look the same. They're like you know six three, six six, like yeah, they're in good guy. shape type of thing. So they have a little bit of a look, but yeah, beyond that, it's not. There's probably a handful of guys I I, I would know, I would recognize, but well, that, and that kind of goes towards all baseball players, and that's that's an MLB thing. Like it's just like that's very Mike much Trout, an MLB thing. That's been Mike Mike, Mike Trout is, is amazing, but like the same thing goes. Like I don't know if I fucking know Mike Trout walked into my door. You know, like like it's just because I don't ever watch the Angels. You know, and like it's just. MLB blacks out everything. And they can't, you can't even put, like, clips on Twitter, can you? Some bullshit. Like, it's all fucking bullshit. Like, you know? But anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very, very poorly marketed sport. And they wonder why it's not doing well. Right. Except outside of uh, hats and shit. But anyways, but, like, yeah. So, like, mine's Greg Maddox. Like, because, like, I love, there's so many good, like, lines in this book. This movie has, like, this movie up, is up there with, like, Major League. Like, no, all right, not Major League, because Major League is, like, a fucking the echelon. But, like, I love the part where, like, he's trying to fix the car. And the tow truck driver's like, I'm fucking taking this car in. I don't give a shit. And, like, <laughs> and that's what, that's what made me think about who, like, who he is. So, like, he, like, literally crawls underneath this car. And the guy's right. like, oh, shit, you're, you're Billy Chappell. <laughs> you know, like, and the only one I can think of is Greg Maddox. Because I know what Greg Maddox looks like. We all know what Greg Maddox looks like, right? Like, yeah. I would recognize him, you know, and he's like, if you don't go to the game, I'm going to the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and just the don't make me do, don't make that happen or something like that. Whatever it is, he fires back. <laughs> don't let you that know, happen, like, I believe. Um, that's a great line. Uh, I love the part where like, uh, and like J.K. Simmons is in this movie. I hope yeah. he's been a manager for all 20 years and he got a World Series ring because he's just like, I'm going to – like, everything with J.K. Simmons in this movie is gold. All Every scene. Every fucking scene. He, like, walks up. He's like, you're an hour late. Have I ever not shown yeah, up? Just 19 years have I never not showed up. <laughs> yeah, well, every, no and, ever, and then Jake – yeah, J.K. <laughs> goes back like, yeah, everybody shows up until they don't. Right, yeah. Everybody, everybody's that way till the first time they don't or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. It's, and he delivers it perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoy J.K. Simmons. I think it was. I mean, he plays that role well for sure. But and he's just like, I'm not. I'm not catching Gus today. Oh, yeah, you are. Or I'm not pitching. Are you telling me how to manage my team now? <laughs> like, just, you know, like. And then the whole like, he walks out there and he's like, "How's your arm? Arm's fine." And he says some shit like, "Tell me to do good. Slap my ass. Go back to the dugout." <laughs> he forgot my ass slap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he just gives him like the little smile and thank you. <laughs> you know, like, and that shit's great. You know, like, let me know what's going on. So like, there's so, like my favorite line in the whole movie. And I made a mental note about this shit. And all three of us will, will 
can relate to this because we're all drunk assholes. Um, Gus shows up next day and he's passed out in his clothes the night before, and he goes, huh. "You know, huh. you know, a bunch of small bottles make one big bottle." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a good laugh out of that one. one. <laughs> and all of us are like, "Yeah, yeah, that'll happen." <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, are you okay, dude? <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wipe my hair down and just call it good. You know, like. You know, yeah, like that shirt looking like shit. <laughs> uh, you're in a kick-ass hotel room when you get so fucked up you can't walk to ten feet to the bed. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Right? Let's just be free on this. I have been that person, not in a hotel, but where I made a decision where like the ten feet was too far. But I feel like you could make it to the bed, right? No. Yeah, I. Was... I'm, but you would think so. I, I, I mean, I all, I also completely, I can side with you know, propping up against the wall before you get to the door and just, eh, I'm good here. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this works I mean, for me too. Uh, I'm the guy who once woke up covered in an inch of snow, <laughs> and I could see the window to my apartment from where I woke up laying, <laughs> and apparently my bot, my 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 drunk self was like, no. This is where we're going to no, end up this, tonight. This is where I take. This is where I sleep tonight. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like, so I mean, I get it, but so we completely skipped over the fact that Vin Scully is like the announcer for the game. And he doesn't start announcing the game. I knew Vin Scully was in this movie, but like they had some generic white dudes start off the game. So when did they sub in Vin Scully? Did you guys not check he... that? He has a small intro, like, before the game starts, and then it's, like, the other dude for a while, and then, like, I think later in the game you start getting more of, like, just the voiceover of Vin Scully. I mean, and that's how fans know, like, they always give uh, Pat Hughes a break, right, from, like, the fourth through the seventh, right? Yeah. So... So maybe well, that maybe, was the case. Maybe it was that, or maybe they only paid him so much to do so much, and then they decided they wanted. More. Yeah, it could be. I I thought it was good. I don't like in these movies uh, having this a is good the best we've watched in like a while. An announcer. No, no, no. Like having a good announcer, it doesn't even have to be uh, like Vin Scully, like real life that level. But having that, like a good announcer that delivers stuff well, is like helps the helps the movie out definitely. So that was nice to see. And uh, and since we're bouncing all around, like how like now in 2021 was that like monologue by Brian Cox from Super Troopers and other shit? I'm always going to say Super Troopers. Um, when he's like, I hate this game. I'm getting out, you know. And I'm like, as a Cub fan, we're like, yeah, I get it. Our owners, our owners, our owners are the new guys. Like, <laughs> like, like. He's like, I, I, I'm just going to sell the team. Like, that was a little, like a little ham fisted. But yeah, it resonated, right? We're like, no. no one wants to win. They just want to make money, basically, right? Like, but Brian Cox is an old, so why not just keep making money if you're the owner of a baseball team? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of confused by that. I did, and maybe there's a, like a dynamic there that they semi-explained and I missed. But it was like, well, yeah. 
Wait, you're the you're the owner, but you're getting forced out. Is that what is that what was so that was what was going on there, right? Like, yeah, you mentioned something didn't, about it. Was no, he gonna, didn't love it anymore. Like he just didn't. It wasn't fun for him, so he's just gonna call. I mean, I get it. If you're a fucking billionaire, well, you know why not? Like just, you already had the World Series in '84, right? So just yeah, just yeah. He gives out. that little spiel, you know, about you know it's TV rights and arbitrations and this and that and blah blah blah. And it's just like. Yeah, but like, you pay somebody to do all that stuff. Like, you're not doing that. Um, obviously involved in some level, but and then I think he makes some comment about you know he wanted to keep it and he wanted to give it to his kids, but his kids don't even like baseball or something like that. Yeah, and he's like, so I just I just got to let it go or something. By that point, like, you're like, at some point, you're like, fuck. That's 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 a Michael Jordan fuck those kids moment. <clears throat> Like just yeah. fuck them kids. <laughs> I'm gonna make some money. Like you know, like I'm I'm selling the team. Like you know, like fuck them kids. But yeah, like it was it was weird. Like it was, you know, I probably shouldn't be like sorry. I get too distracted. I have all my window like blinds open and it is it is lighting up a storm here in my new house. Yeah, there's a bunch here. <laughs> lots of windows, so I keep on like I'm I'm basically the squirrel from. Uh, the dog from fucking up, like it just. Dog from up. <laughs> I'm Doug. But uh, all right. So <laughs> I'm Doug. I am. I say a lot. But you like, are. You are Doug. That's that's fair. <laughs> so did anyone else also feel bad for like? I had flashbacks to Angel in the outfield. So Gus and Chapel are sitting in the dugout. The dude makes a catch in the eighth to save the no hitter, strikes out, and like Gus is like. Yeah, that's probably his last year, too. I'm like, are they going to fucking kill him? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just watching him just barely flail at pitches, and it's just, oh, man. This is <laughs> Brooks last yeah, year, he too. Was, he was very lost. <laughs> that's for sure. I guess Brooks is the guy like, took the money. And then, like, man, that, that part was fucking bad. His buddy, like, takes the money to go to Yankees, and, like, Chapel's, like, what are you fucking doing that shit? Like he's getting paid, man. Like let him go. Yeah, he gives him the you know just you don't need the money. To, we've got our team or whatever, and it's just like I don't think you should really tell people when they do and don't need money for starters. Uh, but it's it was something to, and I guess yeah. I don't know. I understand those are guys that. Those are guys you hang out with nonstop for nine months of the year, so there's friendships and stuff, and that stuff can probably suck when things like that happen. But also, I don't know a single baseball player or even like fan. Other, I guess I I shouldn't say none because there are people that absolutely hate the Yankees. But you're gonna tell me that you could go play for the Yankees and get and you know get that bag and you're right. going to not go. I it's mean, not there, like there the would Tigers have to be a are, lot of, are doing good but, either. Like, yeah, no, it good. would have to be some like pretty like, you know, other circumstances involved that would get you to stay or not go do that in my opinion. Yeah. So. I do. However, I, I got a good little chuckle when uh, the, is it Sam Tuttle that he's got this little rivalry with or whatever? Oh, yeah. It's not the first time. And he gives the – that he's reason enough to not be a Yankee alone. And I'm just like, yeah, that's a good one. 
He fucking has 37 home runs and 98 RBIs. Like, fuck the RBI should be higher with 37 home runs, right? It's a low RBI number. Am I wrong on that? Like, I mean, if, you're, if you got 100 RBI in a year, that's good. I mean, yeah. But he had 37 and I think home it runs. Said, and he was batting 300 or something. So it's like he's obviously putting the ball in play. It, it maybe should be a little higher, but I just, I mean, we all I we all know. love the the middle finger part, right? That great that part was yeah. great. Like the, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like and then they go on their way to show you the TV camera is picking up on what <laughs> Gus is putting in his hand, like right before that happens. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's a good movie, man. It's just it's it's. It's tough to care. All right, so this, this movie is two hours, 17 minutes. We shit on the rookie for being... Is this, is this the longest movie we've watched? I feel like Jake would know this answer. Is this the longest movie we've watched? I don't know that for a fact. I would say it's probably up there top three. It's probably the longest um, baseball movie we've watched. I feel like football movies might go longer. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I mean, we, we shit on the rookie for being long because, like... <laughs> like it felt really long. Like this movie, the like, yes, you realize that at least, at least when I was watching it, like I, I knew that it was going to be a long movie, but, and like Tez and I talked about earlier, it didn't, it, there weren't any moments for me that I was like, why is this here? You're dragging this movie out for no reason. Yeah. The rookie yeah, it, is it minutes. moves along pretty well. Um, I, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't have any issues really with the outside of, you know, it takes two hours and 17 minutes to do. Um, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel slow. It doesn't feel like you're just, you don't get bored at points, you know, where it's just, Oh my God, is this ever going to end? This Even though like I did really... send in there, send in our yeah. chat that it's just, Oh my God, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's always like the perfect, like, you're hungover on a Sunday. Sports are shitty. It's on TBS. I'll lay on the couch. I'll watch it. Right? Like, just, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking I, look at TikTok. I'm going to look at shit. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, you know, like, I'm not, right. it's, I'm just going to put it up. Right? Does that make sense? I'm just going to, like, it's going to be there. Like, well, especially uh, kind of like you said earlier, Tez, it's that, uh, that last what hour or forty five minutes or whatever it is when they get into so the good. eighth inning part, uh, yeah, it, it's it's great from there on out. I mean, not to say that like the first half or so of the movie isn't, but um, that's when it really kind of starts get getting moving and all of that stuff coming to a climax. So you know, and like it's just yeah, and like you know, like the airport scene part goes on like two minutes longer than it should have. <laughs> It should have just ended with him turning and seeing her in the chair, right? That's where the movie should have ended. Like, just I don't need them so, talking yeah, it out. So yeah, especially with what they what they did with that scene, uh, because the last note that I made was like, okay, but did she like still go to London to do her thing, and he just followed her, or was that supposed to be like, oh, she's not going anymore, or what? I mean, I get I get that they like made up or whatever, but. I, I, I took it as it was, I thought it was an odd. I mean, that's what I thought, but it or what I thought they were going to do, but I don't think they ever really. Yeah, they don't really give you a 
give you a close on and uh, like, oh, okay, right. now he's just going to let her do her thing. and he They don't give her. you an idea of where it's going from there, which... I mean, he, I mean, he's rich as shit. I assume he's rich, right? I mean, no, he's got to be. <clears throat> he's got to be if he's talking to a younger player about they don't need the money. Why would you do it to go play for the Yankees? Well, like the <clears throat> owners, like you took good care of your money, right? You know, like oh yeah, God, I cannot get I cannot get over this fuck you moment with the baseball. My God, it's just <laughs> such a. I'm sorry, like it just like that. That raises, like, I don't, I don't know what our star system is for these movies, but, like, that, like, raises this shit, like, a, a good half a rating, right? To a full rating. Tell them I'm done. It's, the love of the game. It's a good one. And that's, I that whole thing, I mean, obviously it's the storyline that's building throughout the whole movie of, you know. That dude is him, waiting for him, him right? Him coming He's to that realization. Answer. Yeah, him coming to that realization that, you know, this is going to be it. Um, and then yeah, to just have that where he sends the ball up, and it's just yeah, fuck it, I'm when, out. When did he send that up? In Before the, the ninth inning. I'm watching it right now. Okay, Before yeah. The ninth so, so it's not even him. It's not even him making the decision. It's him coming to the realization that he made the decision like when the game started. Type of right. Because he was just yeah. throwing everything he had. The whole like gave gave it all. I'm throwing shit a little hard. Tearing his arm guys. up and yeah. Forty hundred, forty one hundred innings. Yeah, I made a note of that. Four, 40 years old, and he's thrown 4,100 innings. Well, what's, I'm going to Google that shit. Most innings pitched. So while you're doing that, I guess I was looking through my notes and stuff, and I wonder if they couldn't make this movie more reasonably length, like the of, of a more reasonable length, if they took like the – if they found another way to bring – them back together than like the daughter thing and take like most of the daughter stuff out would that be like would that be acceptable to you guys it needs to be shorter but i don't want these to get cut that's where i'm at like it needs to be yeah shorter. i think you like could that... do a more efficient way of him or at least them you know being together and her telling him she has a daughter or something like that yeah, like some, something than, else happens that's quicker, and like he finds out, and then they go into the scene of like so them back he, together he, and being kind of family. Randy Johnson had forty-one thirty-five. He's the thirty-eighth on the list. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a lot of Roger, Roger. Roger Clemens had forty-nine hundred. Nolan Ryan had fifty-three hundred eighty-six. Fuck. Fuck. All right, boys. All right for this. How many innings pitch does Cy Young pitch? Oh, it's probably like a billion. That's when dudes just no. never came out of games. Nolan Ryan is fifth on the all-time list <laughs> at 5,386. 7,200. Oh, I, bet I bet it's over like Hang on. 8,000. That's your going of 8,000? Yeah. 7,356. Look at Jacob. Damn, I was close. You went over. You lose. Price is right. Sorry, buddy. I said, didn't I say 7,200? Yeah, he was yeah, up. He, he almost, almost double-choked. You won, dude. 
<laughs> oh, you were talking to Tez. I was like, I didn't. I was yeah. like 150 off. No, yeah. Tell under. Tell what are you talking about? Tell me, John had 4,710. Fucking a. It's a lot. Greg Max was 5,000. But anyways, yeah. So like, I guess that's a big number. But like, when you look at that list. He's basically Randy Johnson, right? Kind of. Yeah, I less mean, gangly. Oh yeah, certainly less gangly. Not seven foot tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go any seagulls. Is yeah, and may, maybe his career hurts for that. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I bet <laughs> he's got to have. You know, obviously he's got all the innings, and you don't pitch. 19 years as a starter if you're not a good starter. Um, but they make a handful of references about, you know, he's a shoe-in Hall of Famer, this and that. So <clears throat> obviously very well respected by everybody around <laughs> for what he's done over all of that time. <laughs> as you fight to the yawns, because it's like, very good. <laughs> it's not the yawns, it's my snot. <laughs> killing me. So, all right. So, all right. We we did always we have like before we end this thing. Um, we always have like a question about like baseball cards. But what I want to talk about is, and we discussed this when we had the uh, summer catch podcast on earlier two years ago. Um, where does Gus rank in your catcher? Like, what's the word there? That Greek word, pyothalon or some shit? Like, where is Gus at on your uh, list? Pantheon? Pantheon. Uh, hey, look at this. What word are looking for? Fuck you. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's, I mean, he's got to be up there. He's. I'm trying to think of other, like, other catchers that like to compare him to, I, I suppose. Well, is you, what, is where well, I you, can, you can compare him to the fucking dude from Bull Durham. Who he's pitching to? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, What's this fucking name, Bull Durham? That's going to bother me. That's going to... doesn't matter. I'm drunk. Um, so we have Gus. We have uh, Taylor <laughs> from Major League. Right? Um, we have... We have uh, What's the guy in Sandlot? Is he not on the not on the list? Ham Porter. Ham Porter. Oh. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I th- I think he's up there. I don't know if I would put him at the top, but he's up there. I mean, it's a uh, it's John C. Riley, and they used him just like John C. Riley back be- back before he became should, like should be used, and he does it well. Back before he became like. Peak John C. Riley, right? Like, yeah. What is his, his stepbrother's? His Crash peak? Davis. What the hell is his peak? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. We're just gonna steal fucking from the ever uh, watchables. No someone's gonna sue our ass. Um. What is John well, I've been, C. Riley? I've been kind of. I've honestly I've kind of been seen, thinking about that. I've only seen stepbrothers one time, so I didn't like it. So I should watch it again. I ooh okay. I'm gonna do a thing where I'm gonna piss people off if they're still listening. I'm not that big on Will Ferrell movies. No, so he, like he I've seen Step Brothers. 
I've seen I've seen Step Brothers several times. Like I don't know, less than five probably. And like it's fine. I enjoy like there's parts of that movie that I quote like often. But as far as the whole movie, it's whatever. All right. So Will Ferrell is good when he's the uh, when he's he his best role is in old school. When he's like when he's not the, yes. he's not the. Right, if he's not a sole lead character. Because he's put out some bad movies. (laughs) Well, I mean, there there are people that will, like, would, like, be screaming at us right now that, like, because they just fucking love There is a section of the world slash internet that loves Step Brothers. I've seen it one time. I didn't like it. I should rewatch it again. The other guys is going to rewatch that recently. You know, like, Anchorman is fine as Tez fights a that alley is so cat. loud. <laughs> I don't know what Tez, you're doing. You, that is so loud. Tez, I don't know what's happening. Cougar? No, I don't know how that's going all the way. Sorry. Are you fighting a goddamn alley cat? What the fuck? <laughs> Sounded like you're rubbing your microphone against are, your shirt. Are you, did you survive that attack? Oh, Tez is I'm guessing, dead. I'm guessing he used the mute button now, but... Rest in peace, Tez. Um, but, like, yeah, no, Will Ferrell's good. Anchorman's fine. But, like... Yeah, like, I don't... I never, like, lo- like was crazy about Anchorman or... I don't know. Blades of Glory or Anchorman. Blades of like, Glory is actually really funny. But I'm only saying it one time. I, I just so never... Like, like, yeah, I just never... He never hit me in the spot that a lot of people seem to. No, no, it's fine. Like, I mean, I only saw Anchorman 2 once. I didn't like it. Like, it's just... But, like, Step Brothers has, like, this such a niche people. Like, they, like, just, like... They, and it has so many good quotes. But, like, as a movie, it's just not good. Like, he's great in Anchorman. He's, he's great. I'm sorry, Anchorman, Anchorman is fine. He's good in old school where, like, he's, like, not the... He's not the best character. Like, not the main character, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Like, oh yeah, John C. Riley. I think John C. Riley definitely hit his peak like late, mid to late two thousands when he had Step I mean, Brothers it, and Rick and Ralph's probably his peak. To be honest. That sounds stupid, but it's. I've never right. seen that movie. You've never seen Wreck It Ralph? Nope. Well, I don't think like I've seen the, the first best. one. What the <laughs> fuck? I, I've seen the Ralph Breaks the Internet. I like that back. one. <laughs> yep, I came, I came back to tell you that. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph is probably the best Disney movie in the last 10 years. Oh, don't know about that. No, I do know about that. It's amazing. How can you guys not see Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. All right, I, I made this note. Now Tether's back, and uh, so I'm watching. I'm watching this movie again because all my gambling bets are bad, and I made bad decisions for the last three days. How much fun would it be to participate in a fake celebration for a movie for like a big moment, like running out of a dugout? Like that should be a fancy camp. Give me the uh, fake World Series championship fancy camp. We go fuck around for two days, and then on day three, some bullshit happens, and we get to rush out of the dugout and tackle each other. 
Does that sound dumb to you guys? Am I am I being dumb? Like, I'm not going to call you dumb, but I feel like the, that series of events doesn't have the energy, like like r- like real energy that would actually happen in that moment. I get it. Pretty fun as hell, man. Like John C. Riley runs me, hugging me. J.K. Simmons, you know. No, that's fine. No, I mean it. It'd be. It'd be kind of cool, but yeah, I I feel like the I don't know maybe may, maybe there are people that are in your boat. You call this shit flipping cup, and you're coming to my house in two days. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Brock the uh, other spare you know, bedroom, and you get the fucking couch. It's fine. I that as long as it's not the floor. Well, hell, I sleep on I've slept on the floor before. It'd be okay. I I I was talking to my friend Rick the day, and he's like, "Where are we sleeping?" I'm like, "Well, I have two suites. I have the." Uh, the Pokemon Mario suite, and I have the uh, Kaiju Godzilla suite. You can pick one. <laughs> like, those are your two suites. <laughs> like, those nice. are your kids' bedrooms. And I'm like, no, they're suites. <laughs> they have TVs. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a lot better than a hardwood floor or something. I'll tell you that. I, I have two couches. You'll be fine. Like, sorry to me shit fest. But anyways, but yeah, like this. All right. I just want like I just want to do that shit. I just want like like run out and like tackle everybody. That'd be great. So this word this word the movie. All right, we discussed earlier about how like they like trim twenty minutes. The movie, the perfect game ends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause it right now. They're at their hotel room with Gus. Fifteen minutes of this fucking movie. Fifteen minutes. I understand that includes credits, right? Which is probably five minutes. This is there's twelve minutes past. Him at the hotel room with his catcher. You tell me you can't trim a six off of that, right? Yeah, I mean, we talked about how the... I mean, you brought it up like you could have just had him, like, show up and turn around and see her at the airport or something and trim probably some time off of there. But that's kind of the whole... But that's kind of the whole thing of what we've talked about is none of it feels drug out, but there's probably little parts you could cut out to make it under two hours or something. This is very much like, like I said, like a perfect, like lazy Sunday afternoon movie, right? Where it's just on the background. You're fucking around. You're cleaning that. You're vacuuming or sorry, lighting. Yeah. It doesn't take, it doesn't take, you know, most attention to even have an idea of where you're at in the movie, what's going on. Um, but it's also, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to fall asleep watching it necessarily. I mean, maybe if it's a real good hungover Sunday, <laughs> a nap will never hurt. But um, but you can still take the time in parts to sit down and watch for a half hour, 45 minutes and be perfectly fine. Yeah. So here's the question before we end this podcast, the second best journey song of all time. <laughs> it is 10:33. It's lightning everywhere. It is a practice. No. <laughs> wow. I read your mind and I said no. <laughs> what was my question? Should you walk to the bar? <laughs> <laughs> It was my question. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I, I don't actually care, but I I, fig- I knew what you were going to ask, so I just said I was going to say no. And Sean doesn't count because he, he works in a small-town bar restaurant, so he went on my asshole walking in. I mean, how, how far of a walk is it actually to the bar? Less than 10 minutes. Yeah, I say go for it. So like five blocks? <laughs> oh, not even five blocks, dude. Oh, like, yeah, you're probably fine then. But we have no idea what's going on there. We've discussed this on these podcasts before, I'm pretty sure, about how like, they should make an app for like, I just like know how many bodies are in the bar. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> that's super creepy, but I want it. I guess I, I mean, know like how many. I guess there were the days, you know, way back, what, 10 years ago or so, when there were people who used, uh, what was it, Foursquare, and there were a few of those. And you could just see how many people were checked in there in the last hour. But Does said bar have a touch tunes, and do you have the touch tunes up? Yeah. How many songs are in queue? Oh, look at this fucking, look at this dude playing fucking four. Wow. That is, that is 4D chess. Good for you. Let's check it out. I just spent some money the other night playing a uh, fastball the way. <laughs> Don't Speaking judge me. of songs and playing songs, I thought that they did a good job with um, a couple the of the songs when they played. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. And then when they played some of the songs, it was really well timed. Um, uh, well, there's something. That, well, Six Plane is right. The, the bar that has songs. So I mean, if you've, got a, if you've got a queue of songs, you've got at least a couple people there, probably. So. How do I do that shit? Um, just two songs. I'm not saying... I know it's the other night when I was drunk. You guys want to know who like the, uh, the top plays there are? At this place? <laughs> what are the top plays? I'm actually can really curious. Guess, can you guess the artist who should have been... "Quote unquote canceled eight months ago, gets played there the most. He's a country singer. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. know what his name is. Um, God damn it! I know who you're talking about, but I have no idea what yeah. his name is. I know it's his last. That's yeah. why I was there. It was, on, it was on Monday night. We played. I know exactly drunk. what it is. But. Six of the like, like I think it was five of the top eight songs from Morgan Wallen. So, yeah, that yeah. doesn't surprise me. No, no. No, <laughs> there are two songs in the queue right now. Well, somebody's there playing music. Part <laughs> of the bartender closing up shop. <laughs> I was about to say that could also be the bartender playing music while yeah. they're cleaning the bar and getting ready to close. So I know All how right, that goes as fun. well. All right. Uh, so, Sean, I expect to see you on Saturday when you uh call in a food poisoning. Uh, it's, I mean, I wouldn't count on it, but maybe I can make something work. I highly doubt it. It's not looking great. It's looking like my weekend's going to suck. Yeah. Uh, Jake, if you're you guys want to come the, over uh, and serve in a restaurant, <laughs> it's, I can use you. I love how, like, I, I just dumped Tez in the, uh, the Ozarks chat, and, like, he didn't say a word for, like, three weeks. He's like, these guys are all assholes. In here, <laughs> like wasn't it wasn't so. quite that direct? But yeah, I believe I said I go. Yeah, it's, 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 they're about the same asshole level. My 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 friends here are so. Yeah, like you both have met Richard, so uh, 
of course, Richard was sleeping when Tez met him, and he was awake when Jake met him. But, like, <laughs> he, he's an aggressive folk. Like, you have to, like, be able to, like, push back in the Ozarks. You can't just be like, if someone calls you a fucking pussy, you'd be like, be like, oh, really? Well, your mother's a whore. Like, you, you can't, like, <laughs> you, you gotta, if you show weakness, you're dead. Right? Like, just, so does that make sense? Like, you can't, oh, yeah. you can't show weakness. So, yeah, it's fun. But, Jake, I can't w- wait to see you in two days. Uh, we will not be that aggressive in, in Bloomfield. We're just going to be shit canned. I mean, and you're going to get – You know, I can handle – I can go either way. It's fine. <laughs> My goal is to get you drunk and to enter yourself in the beer contest. You and, uh, you and Brock, I – both you, I both told you, I've, been, I've kept my beard trimmed up, and there's, 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 a, that's there's, not there's what a, they want. There's a quote unquote wee beard. Yeah, yeah, contest. but it's like na- it's like as it naturally grows is what the description says, and it's not. All right, well then, help me get Brock drunk enough to get up there if it's fucking. Oh sure, I can do that. I mean, I bought shit for Vegas bombs today, so. Ooh. You know, and I got those frozen popsicles with booze in them. They're in my freezer now, so. What's the worst that can happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Famous last words. I'm just not going right? to speak anything into existence with this. <laughs> yeah, right. So, all right, boys, the second best journey song of all time. Got to see Billy Chappell got his fucking no uh, perfect game. Fuck the Clippers for fuck me out of money, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Peace out. See ya.